All right, guys, welcome to episode 25. On today's show, I have Mark Shaw, who is assistant coach at Center College, located in Kentucky. This guy, someone who I respect. Uh, we both went to Wittenberg, played basketball, had some good memories, shared some good memories on the court. But let's get into it. So, coach, what made you get into coaching? Was it something that you always wanted to do growing up? Where did that obsession come from as far as coaching and where did that hunger come from? Because I remember when I was a player, really got into coaching. He was one of our assistants, and you really helped my game out, know a lot about the game. So where did that come from? Growing up, played in high school, played my first two years in college. Um, after my second year of college, I um, ended up getting cut going into my junior year season and uh, kind of slid into like a student assistant role, which is you know where, where I you know, kind of got my first opportunity to um, hear my coach's voice and, and kind of find it, so to speak. And, you know, from there, it, it started, I think, as a passion for basketball and to, you know, a passion for trying to impact people and, and, you know, push people in the right direction and, you know, give them some guidance when they need it, um, you know, and, and then some feedback when they need it, you know, and it's, it's been a really fun path. Um, like I said, it, it started with my love for the game of basketball, but, you know, kind of seeing the, the platform that coaching has given me to, hopefully positively impacts some people is, has been something really special so going into year six and, and enjoyed every one of them in the state you know, state finals we beat uh, a guy by the name of Trent Gilbert in Scott County he ended up playing at Louisville okay. um, for the years and really good but yeah that was that was a great experience you know kind of the first time in my life I learned uh, what, what winning looks like you know and, and kind of the intangibles that you need to have the, the togetherness the, the selflessness um, and, and all those things. So that was, feels like a lifetime ago, like I'm updating myself or something. But yeah, that was, that was an awesome experience. What, what is the, what is the most important aspect of coaching you will say? Is it, you know, recruiting? Is it relating to the kids? Individual skill work that you, that you harp on with the kids? Uh, so what's, what's the most important aspect of coaching you will say? Yeah, I think, I think at the root of everything in coaching is, it's just the relationships. Um, you know, recruiting is obviously really important. Development is really important. You know, game planning and all those things. But if, if you can't build relationships with, with your players first and foremost, you know, with, with other coaches in the area at the high school and college level, AAU circuit, um, it makes it really hard, you know. So forming strong relationships, forming genuine relationships, you know, that are um, not transactional, you know, that we like to call them transformational rate relationships is, is really what, what I think the, the whole purpose of coaching is. Um, you know, and the, the game of basketball is fun. It's, it's really just a, a platform to, to build and, and nourish and uh, water those relationships, so to speak. What are you looking forward to the most for this upcoming season with this team? Yeah, this, this season, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the learning, honestly. Uh -huh. we, uh, at Center College, we in a unique situation um you know i had a hard couple seasons on the program the last few years with covid and um, brought in a really big class of, of 12 newcomers um you know 12 freshmen who a lot of them are, are going to play significant roles and, and have a chance to to really impact um you, you know mark from from your basketball days like young young teams it's you know there's things you, you can't learn without being in the moment being in the game right absolutely yeah, I, I think we're going to learn some lessons. Uh, I think there's going to be some hard times, but 
you know, get to, to hopefully overcome some of those obstacles and, and see these young guys grow and, and mature and, um, you know, kind of kind of find out who they are themselves, so to speak. Um, that, that's what I'm looking forward to most is just the, the potential growth that, that's in the room. What is the most difficult part about coaching, you would say? Because I know you, you're still getting your feet wet with that. And, uh, yeah, what's the most difficult part? Because I, I feel like... As uh, you know, it's different when you're a player, but I feel like uh, a difficult part of coaching could be um, everybody can't get coached the same and you have to figure out uh, people's personalities. Some people can take yelling. Uh, other players might you might have to pull to the side and talk to them. But if you yell at certain players, they might just break down their, their, their self-confidence might break down. So what, what is uh, the most difficult part of coaching, you would say, being six years in? Sure, sure. Yeah, I think uh, you know, from a from a team, from a personal standpoint, it's it's kind of like what you said. It's it's, it's managing all the personalities. Um, we talk about it at center. I mean, the, the reality for a college basketball team is usually there's there's two or three guys that are, are happy with their role, and those are usually the two or three leading scorers. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know, like every you know, you, you can you can be a four year starter. And, uh, it, you know, still not think you're getting enough shots or you're getting enough minutes, you know. So mm-hmm. exactly like you said, it's, it's, it's a matter uh, of getting to know each individual, you know, and trying to trying to show them, trying to get them to understand and to buy in that, you know, hey, there, there's a lot more value than, than just scoring points or making the flashy delays or, right. you know, or even, even being in at the end of the game. Like, you know, even the, the 16th kid on the bench, like, you know, he's he's the guy who's pushing your starters in practice. Like, there's a value in that, right? And uh, you know, and, and beyond the game of basketball, you know, trying to teach these young guys that you know your your value as a basketball player is one thing, mm-hmm. but your value as a human being is is totally different, right? And, uh, and they're they're not related, and especially today with social media, the attention. Yes. Gee, you know, a lot of guys conflate those things, and you know, so that's. It's uh, I say it's a challenge, it's a hard thing, but it's it's my favorite part. I, I think it's really important. Right, and you talk about social media and other aspects that contribute to important things in in life in general besides basketball. Uh, what's your, I mean, what's your main perspective on mental health? Because social media can really trigger someone's mental health, and they start comparing players start comparing other pl- uh, to other players because they don't have the offers that they have. So. I would ask, what what is your main message to the youth that are that is coming up right now? Because I'm just trying to inspire the next generation and get them on the right track. Uh, so, what's your message to the youth for someone who is might not have any offers right now, but they see other people getting offers or might be lying on social media claiming that they have these offers or these interests, uh, but they really don't. So, what message would you give to them after you went through it? I mean, you you been through a lot of ups and downs through, throughout your career. You were a state champion, went to Wittenberg. You were a valuable piece to our team. You end up getting cut, and then you end up transitioning to the coaching coaching route. So what what uh, message do you have to the youth? Yeah, I think, you know, for, for youth basketball players, like, you know, like, I think the first thing, like, even even freshmen in high school is early, but if you're not in high school, like, don't, don't worry about college. Right. Don't stress about offers or college coaches or anything like that you know the, the important things are uh, working really really hard you know to, to help yourself improve 
um, trying to have fun, trying to enjoy it. You know, that, that's why we all get into basketball. It's a fun game. Um, you know, and it, it's it's a game for kids. Basketball was was invented to you know to keep keep these grade schoolers busy in, in the cold winter. You know, that, that's we, we forget that. Um, and the third thing is just try to you know win games, uh-huh. win, win games. Don't, don't worry about the individual accolades, the points, you know, the minutes. Uh-huh. If you're on a winning, if you're on a winning team, uh, I think the things that you can learn from that, the things that you can learn about yourself as, as being a part of that team, uh, this is really really important. And uh, I'll tell you too, Mark. You know, I got my my master's in sport management. Nice. And, uh, I did I did my my final thesis. Uh, like a 30-page research paper on on literally mental health and men's basketball. Nice, nice. Yeah. You see a lot of you see a lot of athletes struggling now, and you think some of the athletes there's there's high pro profile athletes who are struggling with that. You never you never noticed that though, because they they don't really talk about it. And I feel like I had mental health problems throughout when I was at Wittenberg, but no one could tell because I always had a smile on my face, and I always I always was joking, but I was smiling to hide the pain inside. You know, I say I really didn't open up until after. I I wish I would have opened up while I was there. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's that. You know, bleeds into to what social media is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, ninety nine percent of the posts on social media are, are people, you know, li- living their best life and you know showing happy times and, and celebrations. And everybody knows it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, where you come from, or you know who's been around you like everybody's got burdens everybody's got struggles and you know i, I tell i tell young guys today like don't, don't be ashamed of that you know don't, don't be afraid to ask for help um because everybody that, that you idolize everybody who's mm-hmm. up there on the stage like somebody helped them get there exactly the exactly so if, a, if one of your players came up to you and said he, they was going through some mental health challenges uh, how would you how would you cope with that, and how would you uh, how would you respond to that? Because you you never know. I mean, you're in a position now where you're not a graduate assistant no more. You got a, more responsibilities as a coach, and I know your long term goal is to be a head coach somewhere. So being prepared to take that head coaching position, you're going to have things that come up like that, where players are going to come to you about academics or about you know problems at the at the house or. Uh, problems with financially. So how how are you going to be able to handle that once you get in that position, coach? Yeah, yeah. I've I've been lucky as as an assistant to uh to, mm. to get some reps, so to speak. You know, because you know how it is. Like a lot of players are. I, I, I hope I hope if I'm a head coach one day, I don't put a culture like this. But uh, a lot of times, players are, are kind of like afraid of their head coach. Yeah. Um, they they don't want to bring problems to him or her. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, you know, so I've, I've had guys approach me, and I think the biggest thing, uh, number one, is, is just listening. You know, is, is listening, and um, you know, by by listening, and, and you know, genuinely, you know, taking an interest in, in the kid and, and what's going on. Um, I think that tells them that hey, like I'm here for you, and, and I care for you. You know, and, and, and we're going to get through this. You know, and um, trying to trying to tell these guys. When, situations happen that you know it's it's okay to be sad it's it's okay to struggle um, there's nothing wrong with that you know and uh, the biggest thing is, is like i said just just being there for them being a helping hand being a, a pair of ears to listen um you know and you know and then from there you know depending on the situation you could 
you can bring other parties involved if, if you need you know professional resources with serious situations or mm-hmm. um, you know a lot of times like the the best solution that coaches can do i think is just get in the gym and, and work out with guys right even even if it's rebounding 100 free throws it's not a workout, but giving them your time, giving them your effort, giving them your energy is, is really, I think, one of the, one of the best things that you can do. Um, because, like you're saying, like a lot of a lot of guys feel isolated, feel alone today. But it's not right in, in the world we live. You know, everybody needs somebody. Right, and yeah, exactly. Everybody needs somebody. And I remember, I remember, I think we was playing at Clark State. You texted me after the game and told me that I need to be more serious. And that really flipped a switch on my end. And that made me work even harder. So what I'm going to ask you is, do you ever, have you ever came across a situation where you had to get on players, work ethic, and how did they respond? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's hard because like like we talked about before, you know, every player is different. Every person is different. Right, right. In response to different things. You know, so it depends on on the person, I think, and, and you know, kind of what, what makes them tick and what they respond to. But in, in general, you know, I think just, just being honest and being direct in communication um, and trying to come from a place of, like, love. Hey, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, love. I'm not, I'm not here to criticize you. Like, we're right. here to help you get better. We're here right. to help get to where you want to get. You know, if, if, I don't, if I don't correct a mistake that, that you can control, I'm, I'm doing you a disservice. Honest and authentic about it is the best way. How I'm gonna pass on a ball in a game where they they're showing up one minute before practice and leave right after practice. I'm I'm in here I'm in here two hours before practice getting up shots and then I'm getting up shots two hours after practice. So why would I trust them in a game and pass on the ball? And I feel like that correlates to what we're talking about because you had the same work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Even when you did get cut, you had the same work ethic, and it just trans transferred over to coaching. And I just—that's why I really look up to you, man. I just—I'm proud of you, and you really helped me out a lot with my game and me understanding the game as well. Because, like I said, after that Clark State trip, uh, when you first texted me that, I'm like, oh, "What is he talking about, man?" You know what I'm saying? And I kind of blew it off. And then, as the summer went by. Uh, during the off season, I'm like, man, he really did have a point. Maybe I just I need to work on my shit, and I, I think that's what's wrong with some of uh, you know the generation of athletes coming up is they don't understand the work ethic. So as so as a coach, if you have somebody on a recruiting visit, um, would you harp that on them and tell them that like, hey, this is not high school because in college you have we we do three hour practices, not not an hour and a half, like. Our warm-ups is basically your high school practice. So did you ever come across a situation where you had to tell recruits that when they was on business and stuff, whether you was at Clark State, West Georgia, or now at Center? Yeah, almost almost every time, honestly, Mark. Because um, mm-hmm. like you're saying, it's, it, it's a new level, you know, and even no matter where you play, JUCO Division Two, Division Three, or the levels that I've been at, and uh, each one of those, you know, Every kid that, that's out there, every player that's out there, was the best or second best player in their high school. Right. Most of the time. Um, you know, and you know, coaches love gym rats. Why? Because the reality is, like, the big big difference from high school to college, especially small college. Uh, you know, it's it's not a, it's not as big of a deal. You know, when you're in high school, oh, you yeah. know, all your classmates 
all your parents, all your friends' parents, the whole city will come out a lot of times. Like when you're in college, you know, you're going to be playing. You're going to be what do we do? We go to DePaul on a Wednesday. Drive <laughs> <laughs> four hours on a Wednesday and play in front of 100 people. Yeah. You know, like, if, you don't, if you don't love it, if you don't work at it, you know, you're not going to succeed. And it, it bleeds into life. I really believe it. Right. And speaking of going to DePaul and Wabash, there, there was a t- my, my, my junior year, I remember I had an 8 a.m. exam um, and we was at we was at Wabash. We didn't get back to two in the morning. You know, these trips. And then I had to first of all, I didn't even study before I even got on the bus. And I damn sure wasn't studying on the bus. <laughs> I'm not studying on the bus. I'm gonna get a headache like it's over with. So and I bring this up because Jake Burnham is one of one of my the best team has ever played with. He used to study on the bus and stuff. So athletes gotta understand that like there's a lot to come with come with it, even if you're at the division three level. You, especially at the division three level because you really gotta do your studies. I mean division one, you can get away with it a little bit, but hey, you got tutors and stuff, but at division three level, division two level, like hey, you really gotta study and you really gotta put in the work uh on the court and off the court with the community with your schoolwork, as it shows. And I end up missing my exam. I end up sleeping through it. So I end up getting an F. So for all you athletes listening right now, don't be like me being stupid, not putting in the work to, to study on the bus or study two days before or a day before. So I won't have to put my myself in a position to do that. I asked you this, Coach. Have you ever done that before? Like where you where you, you were so in tune with basketball and that you missed out, not missed out, but like made a mistake with like one of your classes or like missing class or like doing bad on the test. Has that ever happened to you where you was at Wittenberg? Yeah, at Wittenberg a, a little bit. Um, you know, I like, like a lot of college guys, I overslept sometimes <laughs> and stayed, stayed out too late or, you know, I, I had days where, you know, I'd, I'd work out too much and, mm-hmm. and just be too zoned out to study that night. And then you know, go unprepared for the test the next day. Uh, but but the the big advice I, I give to guys that they're in college, and if that's happened to somebody, like just learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, learn from it, and don't make the same mistake twice. Because uh, if you know, if you make the same mistake three times, it might not be a mistake anymore. At that point, it's it's much of a choice. Right. Absolutely. And get into. So I had a conversation with uh, one of my old teammates, my high school teammates. And we talked about the transfer portal, and I'm interested. I'm interested to see your perspective on it. So there's a lot of athletes in the younger generation transferring. So by any means, if your mental health's not right and you just don't get along with the coach, then yeah, transferring is is probably best for you. But hey, man, I've seen some guys who have started, played thirty plus minutes, and then transfer and did not play. Why would you even transfer? Whoa. Because so, you're not going to be a part of the uh, offense. You're not going to be the number one scorer. Is that why you're transferring? Like, I just feel like there's a lot of athletes out here transferring. Why are we transferring? Why are we running away? Why are we running away from the challenges? You know what I'm saying? I feel Like I said, if your mental health is bad and just nothing's going right for you, then by all means transfer. But if you if your mental health is good and you have no, you know, disconnection with your coach, and you transfer because you're not getting a rock a lot on offense or not being, you know, a top scorer on offense, 
and then you go to another school and did not play or get like 10 minutes a game, that just looks bad on you. So what's your what's your opinion on athletes transfer? Yeah, I'd say I'd say two things with some of the stuff you talked about. Like yeah. number one, when it's, when it's mental health, if if that's the reason for your transfer, you know, I would I would really encourage guys, young girls who are in this to um, like you said, like if, if, if you have issues with, with your coach, as you mentioned, like I think you gotta audit your inner circle. Mm-hmm. You know, is is it is it the place you're in or the people you're around? Mm-hmm. Right? Because a lot because colleges you know, every college has its own culture, its own flavor, its own distinction. Right. Um, but at, at the end of the day, they, you know, they also have the, the same, you know, go to class, right? You go to practice, right? You work out, there's social events, there's peer pressure, you know, those, those things. Some of those challenges will be everywhere. So I, I'd encourage number one, if, if your site and mental health is a reason to transfer, um, you know, make sure the people around you are, are the right people and are doing the right things. Right. Because you could... You could go to a new school and fall in with the wrong crowd mm-hmm. and you might have the same type of issues. Right. And, and number two, like the, the, the people who transfer for basketball reasons, you have to, you have to wonder, you know, there's, there's legitimate situations, you know, where, where guys can move up and do well, guys can move down and do well. Right, right, right. One, well, another one that, that's not, not talked about very much uh, with the transfer portal is, um, you know, guys, guys get their scholarships pulled. Most, right. You know, a lot of times coaches will tell guys, like you're not coming back here next year. You're right. Play somewhere else. And I think athletes today they don't understand, especially at the Division One level, they don't understand that like it's a year to year thing. It's like almost like a contract. Like just just because you get an offer and you commit and you sign that letter of intent, it doesn't mean you, you you're gonna be there all four years. If you slack on your academics or if you slack on the court, and there's there you gotta think about it. For for anyone who's listening, all the athletes who are listening. They're bringing in a whole wave of, of five stars or even four stars that are trying to take your lunch. So if you're not going to be a vital part of the team with leadership or with communication or with your your, your play, your style of play, then they're going to pull your scholarship. Yeah, yeah, and no, no question, no question. Um, you know, you got it's you know they're, they're paying for your education. You got to work. You know, work on your on your game. Um, you know, and and the, the other part like. With transferring for for basketball reasons is I think there's I don't want to call it like an epidemic, uh, but but there's a big wave with, with young people today that it's like do you love basketball do you love your sport or do you love the attention you get man thank thank you for saying that yeah and it's it's it's, it's a real it's a serious question I, I wish you know, I, I try to encourage these young guys to just just look themselves in the mirror and, and, and ask themselves for real you know what are you doing here because if if you're playing game if you're doing things for for the approval of others for, for the attention of others you're never going to be happy because you're always going to be chasing it you know and um, I, I really think people just 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 need to learn to to know themselves better and it's, it's easier said than done i understand that but i yeah. hope that you know, through through coaching, hopefully I've, I've helped a couple guys. You know, kind of understand that. Right, and and like you said, are you doing it for the attention? Like, are you doing it to 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 get views on Instagram and to post some on Instagram to get somebody else's attention? Or are you really doing it to work on your shit? There, there's no in between. There's either one or the other. I feel like there's some athletes who are just doing it just because they're gonna get a lot of views on Instagram. And like they're gonna make themselves look good, but that's not gonna get you to the league. That's not gonna get you to the next level as an individual. 
No doubt, no doubt. And it's yeah, it's you know, there's every every the big thing now is, is for a couple of years is, is, is blessed to receive an offer, right? And, uh, you know, so there, there's some kids you see that that have you know 25 college offers, and it's it, it makes you wonder like, do you, do you like playing basketball or you like being recruited? You know. Oh my God! Thank you for saying that, because I always, always wonder that. I play with a lot of, like I say, if you play the AAU, you can see it. I mean, you can see it, man. You can see it, you know, because they always wonder who's in the crowd, who got what offer, and stuff like that. So, and that's, and that's just the brainwash with social media, man. That that's why I can't stand. I feel like, and and I feel like I, I met athletes who are, who are one personal social media and then different in real life. You know, once you meet them. So, but like I said, coach, it's good talking to you. Good to have you on again. I'll leave with, I'll leave with this question. Uh, what, what do you want to accomplish the most out of your players this year coming up? Yeah, I, I think it, it ties to what we talked about. I, I, hope, uh, I hope more than anything that, that our players at center this year um, just, just learn to know themselves, you know, know themselves as, as people, number one, you know, and, and as basketball players, you know, second. Um, you know, secondarily, you know, and, and just learn that, you know, like, it's okay. Whoever you are, whatever your strengths are, whatever your weaknesses are, like, there's nothing wrong with that because that makes you, you, you know, if if you got to get up every day and, and, and put on a face for social media and, and try to please other people, like, you, you're never going to be happy. You're always going to be chasing somebody else, chasing somebody else's uh, attention, you know. So I, the thing I, I hope the most is, you know, that, that everybody learns to know themselves, know their strengths. Um, and if, if, if that leads to more wins, that's just icing on the cake. Good. Great to hear. Great to hear. Well, good luck this season, Coach. I appreciate you for coming on. I wish you nothing but the best. And uh, I hope you guys have a successful year on and off the court. Yeah. Well, well thank, thank you, Mark. Thank you for, for having me on. And, and for what you're doing with the podcast, I, I think it's fantastic. You know, just... just Trying, trying to give some wisdom to, to young people, to, to people all over who might be trying to figure it out is, is just so honorable. And um, any way I, I can support and help, I'm always happy to help you, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you.